0: Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the android race. This is part of our race overview series where we go over all the possible player races. And right now we're on the Cherry five races. The android, this slender woman, possesses a strange calculated grace. Her pale flesh is adorned with complex blue tattoos christian do you know anything about the android before
1: we get into it at all a big thing is that there are actual souls in androids that's probably the big difference between what we think of an android and what android is represented in other um source material they're actually basically vessels for souls and they canonically have souls in the glorian universe the technological beings known as
0: androids Possess an almost human appearance. Although they are not human, most androids who dwell among humans prefer to hide their true nature and attempt to live as if they were humans. Their difficulty in understanding and imitating emotions can betray their true nature if they are not careful. So most study humans intently to become better at disguising themselves. Androids are created, not born, and come into the world fully mature. The alien forges in which new androids are created are hidden in mysterious ruins, and most androids have no memory of the processes involved in their creation or the locations where their construction took place. So, I'm assuming that it's going to be a construct. That's my guess. I've literally not ever looked at these statistics before. I will say the art is fantastic. I know it surprises everyone that Caleb's talking about the art. Uh, I am interested why it has to be human. Why can't I be an android that looks like somebody else, especially because... Um, it's from an alien thing, apparently. I think these guys... Ooh, you know, one day we're going to have to have the discussion about reprints. I think these guys are reprinted from an adventure path. Iron Gods.
1: Yes. It has a lot of the tech stuff, the Kasatha, things like that, I think, in it. But from androids, when I think of androids, I guess what we think of that from other sources, we're thinking of robotic people, um, difficult processing emotions, but smart, and probably, like, something along the lines of fast, not necessarily strong, but they're usually... Quick and calculating is what I think of androids. Well, let's see what they get. They get a plus two to dex, a plus two to intelligence,
0: and a minus two to charisma. Androids have swift reflexes and are very intelligent, but often have difficulty relating to others. I expected that. Um, I'm not seeing the construct subtype here. I'm not seeing... Like a
1: lack of con or something. It looks like they are living beings. Well, they are humanoids with the android subtype. Interesting that they have their own subtype. I can't think of many or any things that specifically interact with android as opposed to construct. All right, so now I'm kind of adjusting
0: my imagery a little bit now. Now I'm thinking sort of a synthetic being. It's designed—I think if anyone's played like um sort of Fallout 4— they're like the newer versions of these robots they're making look and appear of human and they have like a circulatory system all sorts of that stuff it's imitate but if you went down instead of cells you'd see nanomachines that's cool i'm good with that flavor all right they are medium
1: creatures so they have a move speed of 30 feet they begin play speaking common if they have a high intelligence score uh, they can choose any language they want except secret languages
0: all right but let's get into what makes them them uh, here's what we've been talking about we, we, we do this thing where we talk all around it and then like it's if we just waited five seconds we'd have all the answers constructed for the purposes of effects targeting creatures by type such as a ranger's favorite enemy and bane weapons androids count both as humanoids and as constructs they get a plus four racial bonus and all saving throws against mind affecting effects paral- paralysis poison and stun effects they are not subject to fatigue or exhaustion and are immune to disease and sleep effects
1: that's pretty cool Wow, that's actually, that's quite strong, so they're not full-on constructs, but they get a lot of powerful bonuses related to it. To being not subject to fatigue or exhaustion is really
0: cool. I mean, I think at low levels, especially probably a a problem with some of the first games you ever run or play in, is I want to sleep in my armor, but I can't because I'm going to be fatigued, but what if I get ambushed? Ambushes are a great first GM's tool. They do it every time. Well, that's not going to be a problem with the Android.
1: And technically, you don't even need to sleep because I think the only mechanical penalty for not sleeping is becoming fatigued the next day.
0: Hmm, interesting.
1: You could play around with that roleplay-wise. So that's pretty strong, Uh, so it does have a drawback. In addition to this constructed trait, they also have emotionless. Androids can never gain morale bonuses and are immune to fear effects and all emotion based effects. Morale bonuses, that's a lot of bonuses. A lot of magical items confer morale bonuses. A lot of the really good spells, such as heroism, confer morale bonuses, Things like barge performance sometimes provide morale bonuses. You can't benefit from any of those as an android. It's part of that trade-off, and there's actually even more of a penalty here. You take a minus four penalty on
0: sense motive checks because you have problems at processing emotions properly. I mean, I feel like I don't need to be an android for that. (laughs) They also have exceptional senses. Androids have dark vision to a range of 60 feet and low light vision. They also gain
1: plus two racial bonus on perception checks Everyone's favorite check. Lastly, androids have the ability Nanite Surge. And this is actually quite powerful. An android's body is infused with nanites. Once per day, as an immediate action, so immediate action doesn't even have to be your turn, an android can cause her nanites to surge, granting a bonus equal to 3, plus your character level on any 1d20 roll. This ability must be activated before the roll is made. When an android uses this power, her circuitry... Tattoos glow with light equivalent to that of a torch and illumination for one round. Wow, that is basically once per day succeed at one And round. a really cool little bit of flavor for that. So let's just say, at level five, that's you're getting a plus eight on one thing a day as an immediate action, which is effectively a hero point if you've ever used that system. So that's that's quite good. It is before the roll's made, so they at least have that
0: much where it can't be like, oh, I failed, let me try that again.
1: All together, when you add these all up, this ends up being 16 RP, which is actually quite strong. Mm-hmm. And I, I think looking at this, this is definitely one of the stronger races. It's like teetering on the edge of is this too powerful? Maybe a little difficult for a newer GM to implement into a game because that constructed racial trait is pretty hard to get around. You can that is a big strength in their mm-hmm. favor.
0: Yeah, I feel like that one's just plain old good. The emotional had like a little bit of back and forth, uh, but even that one, I feel like it was ended. Firmly in the positive, the nanite surge. I like it a lot though. I like the flavor they built into it, and I definitely want to like play an android now. That is, I just want to, I want to be the constructive person. That line here, androids are created, not born. That I just, oh, I want to run with that. I want to create a backstory for that. I want to, want to role play that. That seems cool to me. And I feel like they reflected it pretty well,
1: especially only having freaking a quarter of a page to do it. You know, can we wait and edit this episode when the remake of Blade Runner comes out so we could just talk about replicants <laughs> so <whole> timely? Time? <laughs> I've had some I've had some but, I mean, weird I think,
0: things line up like that before.
1: I think a, a replicant from that movie if you've ever seen it, is a good representation of androids. Mm-hmm. Um, they look like people, they act like people, but most of them were kind of like quirky, they didn't really process speech very well. They bled when they were shot, for the most part looked like people. Yeah. So Christian, what do you think about the android? I think the android is neat. I think this is a really good alternative to wirewood for being a construct. Mm -hmm. I think this has a lot of the flavor and relative strength of being a construct without actually being one. And like I said, it's just right on the edge of being too powerful where I think I could really play around with this. And I would probably let a player pick this. You just have to be a little careful with Mm -hmm. it. Flavor-wise, I really like them because I really like races that allow the player to really make up what they want. And these guys are pretty much an open book. That We don't know how they replicate. Um, We don't really know where they're born from. They're just souls in a body, so where that comes from is entirely up to the player. And they're basically a canvas race. You can make up just about everything about Mm -hmm.
0: them. I agree. These guys hit my roleplay juices, again flowing. Hit my roleplay juices is not a saying. I don't think anyone's ever seen you hit anybody's juices. If you did, I think you'd go to jail. Uh, but I think these guys are really cool. The art inspires me. The story inspires me. The mechanics are strong. Um, I, I feel like we shouldn't have to say this because I think any of these beast share races you want, you're gonna have to ask your GM for. So I feel like I was gonna say, you know, ask your GM if you want to be an android. But of all these, I feel like, long as it's not a brand new player who might get confused, like, oh, wait, wait, I don't, I don't get benefit from the Bard? Well, I wouldn't have picked Android if I knew that. Aside from that, I think uh, any experienced player could do this well. And for the power gamer, I mean, sure, maybe we could have a talk about it.
1: But I, I like him. I like him a lot. This is a class that fits certain themes that aren't in a high fantasy really well. An Android would fit really well in a tech-based campaign. Mm-hmm. An all-Android party would be really interesting, I feel. You could probably tell a really interesting story with that. I've always wanted
0: to make a ninja that sort of I skinned as to coming from the future and having some sort of, you know, cybernetic stuff. This might be a good opportunity for that. And I also want to mention real quick that the ability score racial traits, they're fine. It's the, you know, 2 2s and 1 minus 2. It's a standard thing, so you're not—they're not over—we're not getting going overboard on that.
1: Yeah, nothing gets crazy— Bonuses from having both decks and intelligence. There's a few niche builds, but n- not game breaking.
0: Well, that is the Android. Next, we have the Astomi. Astomoy. We'll figure that one out. What are you S- saying, Stay Danny? tuned. The Astaboy. Uh, well, stay tuned for that. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Class is dismissed. Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great Pathfinder podcasts, visit our site tblazer.net want to get in touch you can email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on twitter at tblazer network i've been nicholas laborde thanks for listening oh hey didn't see you there my friend christian and i were just playing some role-playing games hey caleb do you think these guys would be interested in joining us You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Pathfinder Academy, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing
1: games are your thing, why don't you guys check out our other podcast,
0: Trailblazers?
1: Trailblazers is an actual play podcast where you can see many of the concepts addressed in this show come to life. Season two of Trailblazers has been great so far, and I especially like that you can get into it without any prior knowledge
0: of season one. It's definitely a fun adventure, especially if you like mysteries and dash of cyberpunk with your fantasy.
1: If high fantasy is more your style, then consider giving season one a listen. You can find Trailblazers on iTunes. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen as well, so go to our site, tblazer.net, for a complete list of the ways that you can listen. So go ahead, grab some dice, and join us. All right, Christian,
0: you come across an obviously important character to the plot, what do you do? I immediately shoot him in the face. Ugh, Christian. Hey, Andrew, you want to play some D&D tonight? No, I, I can't. You're not real. None of this is real! 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 Mental divergence can be a tricky situation, but we here at Tales from the Lich can be your hand in the infinite darkness. When you can't play, listen. TalesFromTheLich.com